Hey guys, C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life doing another episode of Season 16, Episode 2, because why not? And also because a lot of people really liked Episode 1, so I figured, eh, why not? I'm just going to be doing uh, Season 16 a little bit here, and then we'll get back to the social engineering, and then also finishing off Season 13, and then we're going to also get into type comparisons as well, and how to type, and so on and so forth. We're just have endless content here at CSJ and we're going to continue to be producing it for you on a regular basis. Good news though, I uh, just recently uh, got some equipment so I should be increasing the quality in terms of visual and sound here uh, with my setup and then hopefully we can get into uh, some more editing feats uh, as soon as I get educated on actually how to do that myself uh, because you know, not really in a position to have someone else do it for me, but getting there and uh, growing as uh, this community continues to grow. So thank you for that. We are on the verge of 8,000 subscribers, which is the dopest. And uh, let me tell you, it's pretty awesome. So thank you for being a great community. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your criticism. And also thank you for all of the uh, suggestions coming in. Every single suggestion is being captured and as a result, uh, we're going to keep the content coming and keep it flowing as we continue to do things. Uh, some announcements. Yes, I know it seems like the book list will never come out, but uh, it is being worked on. I am very close to getting it finished. I just need to have one last developer take a look-see and make sure everything is kosher. Uh, and then once it's kosher, uh, we get the green light to uh, go live with it, and then we'll have the uh, book lists available uh, for you. Uh, on uh, my website, so thank you for your patience uh, on that. Uh, and I think that's basically about it. Uh, we are going to be doing another giveaway soon, uh, but that is actually going to be uh, for season 13, so. Uh, so look at that. Also, we have a live coaching giveaway available right now. All you have to do is be a follower of me, cs.joseph, on Instagram and then also leave a like on the post and a comment uh, to be entered in to win a free session of live coaching uh, which will be uh, recorded and whatnot. Terms and conditions apply but yes that is a thing so check it out if you want to get in on some coaching action that's where you go to do it. Awesome. Uh, also uh, we might be increasing our uh, live stream schedule as well and uh, we're going to be looking into uh, playing with some different things with uh, live streaming. Uh, that doesn't mean that these uh, podcasts and these episodes are going to be going away. Uh, they're definitely going to be here, and we're definitely going to continue to educate everybody in a kind of a classroom mindset, but we're definitely going to be doing a lot more live streams, uh, especially with anything practical application in terms of the science and how to practically apply it to your life. We're definitely going to be focusing uh, more on live streaming uh, for that. And uh, I know, crazy, but I'll actually post a schedule where, you know, you'll be able to see when those streams are going to happen. But right now, Q&A sessions are typically every other Friday, and the how to type sessions are either every other, well, every Monday or every Tuesday night, basically. So just be aware of that. That's kind of uh, the direction that we're going right now with the loose schedule. It's very loose, uh, but uh, we're trying to get something actually hardened in as I'm able to get additional time to do this. And again, as you folks continue to support this channel, I end up having more time Yes, I understand a lot of everyone is asking me, why haven't you launched a Patreon yet? Where's the Patreon? 
patience. Uh, it's important to me to build the foundation of this community first before going in that direction. And there's a lot of things that uh, I would like to make available to the community first uh, before we go there. Uh, it's very important to me that I'm investing in this community and what this community is able to do as a result of my investment and have that foundation laid first before uh, we go into you know other directions like putting up a Patreon, for example. But don't worry, I appreciate all of your support. In the meantime, I guess if you really wanna support the channel, continue to subscribe, continue to do likes and comments. I read all the comments and continue to share. Share the content, share the podcast, share the YouTube channel, share stuff on Instagram. And eventually we're actually like gonna be doing Facebook right in the very near future and maybe even Pinterest as well. So we'll see how that goes. But again, share, 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 share. If you wanna support me, share. Uh, sharing is caring, as they say, right? Maybe. Anyway, all that being said, let's dive in. Season 16, episode 2. What is the cognitive attitude of the parent function? So, the parent function is actually pretty mysterious. Okay, yeah, not really, but it kind of is. Why? It's because a lot of people don't actually really understand what the parent function actually does or what it's for. Everyone keeps talking, oh man, it's just the auxiliary function, you know, it's all, it's all about the auxiliary, you know, it's the thing that supports the hero function, right? Or the, the dominant function. No. No, actually it doesn't. Uh, why do people think that? I don't even know. But that's not true. It's not true at all. That's not how the parent function works, actually. And in fact, it's one of the cognitive functions that has a hard time developing uh, uh, the most in a lot of people. Why is that? Because it's the cognitive function that is attached to a person's maturity, actually. Why? It's because it's very pessimistic, it's very skeptical, and when a person matures, it's at that point that they're really able to gain mastery over their parent function. Because a lot of the times, when the person is before adolescence or in adolescence or like young adulthood, they're actually primarily using their hero function and their child function, their optimistic functions first in their four stack uh, ego, you know, within the, you know, the four functions in their ego stack, etc. They're really only using their optimistic functions and not really utilizing their pessimistic functions. They become, as they become more mature, they end up using their pessimistic functions to try the parent and the inferior more often, but for some reason, the parent function a lot of people, and this is something I've especially seen in men in this feminist society, that uh, men specifically have a really hard time developing the parent function. So let's actually whiteboard that out for just a little bit, and I hope you guys can actually see. So yeah, we'll do it down here. So remember, you have a hero, and then you have a child. Penmanship is not that great. Yes, I got a minus in fifth grade for penmanship, Mrs. Wheeler's class. I'll never forget that. Anyway, hero, parent, child. Most people actually end up using these two functions because they're the optimist function and then they kind of skip over the parent function, at least until they are required to use it because from their point of view, utilizing pessimistic functions actually kind of require a lot more mental energy to utilize because they're actually utilizing more negative energy instead of positive energy. Even though technically the parent function has a little bit more awareness, uh, actually one third more awareness than the child function, yet people are very conveniently prefer to use their hero and child functions when they interact at an earlier stage in life, when they're lacking maturity, basically. And then when maturity develops, okay, great, 
we understand that, oh, we have parent functions. All right, so what are the parent functions? Well, here are the functions right now. Here's all eight cognitive functions. We have introverted sensing for long-term memory access, conviction, discipline, past, the past, duty, honor, loyalty, etc. Uh, consistency, you know, the immovable object, right? And then we have extroverted sensing, which is uh, physics, mechanics, short-term memory access. We have introverted intuition, which is the willpower, the personal unconscious, the personal future. We have extroverted intuition, which is the collective unconscious, the collective future. It's literally awareness of fate, prescience, metaphysics. Introverted feeling, also known as morals. Extroverted feeling, also known as ethics. And introverted thinking, I love it, logic, aka logos. And then TE is rationale or beliefs. And here, these are all parent functions right here. This is all parent. I mean, I mean, it kind of looks like the heroes, you know, the hero functions that we had. I mean, okay, yeah, I literally just erased and reused the board. Why not? But anyway, we have the 16 types right here. So ESTJs and ESFJs, for those of you listening on the podcast, I'm going to go through it audibly for your benefit, okay? So ESTJs and ESFJs have SI parent. ISTPs and ISFPs have SE parent. ENTJ and ENFJ have NI parent. INTP, INFP have NE parent. ESFP, ENFP has FI parent. ISFJ, INFJ have FE parent. ESTP, ENTP have TI parent. That's me. And then we have ISTJ and INTJ for TE parent. Awesome. So what's up with parents? Why do we care so much? Well, guess what? A person's sense of maturity, a person's sense of personal responsibility, that's why the parent's called the responsible parent, the responsible parent. A person's sense of responsibility or how responsibility exudes out of a human being, right? Or within a human being, depending if it's an extroverted function or an introverted function, that is literally, you know, how it manifests as a result of an action. That's how a human being takes action from a responsible standpoint first. So it usually has everything to do with their parent function. Now, that's not to say you could take responsible actions with other functions. Yes, of course you could do that. But typically human beings do it with their parent function first. Oh man, well that's just the auxiliary function. You know, it, it's, it's supposed to be supportive of the other functions. Like, okay, yeah, I understand that people like calling it the auxiliary function, but that's not really how it actually behaves per se. Remember, the cognitive functions, when they're in these different slots, have attitudes, right? And they have the attitude of the responsible parent. According to Dr. John Beebe, you know, Dr. John Beebe, the man, the mystery. Read his books, like, please, because a lot of this stuff, the cognitive attitudes, is based on his work, right? Hashtag citing sources for those of you who think I am, like, a biased pleb. And uh, let me tell you, I am biased. And I don't make apologies or excuses for it. Just who I am. Sorry. I mean... That's why, you know, I have TI Parent and I like verify everything. So if you think that I have a problem with it, you know, with what I'm saying, I mean, call me out and then we'll have a debate about it. And then maybe I'll realize, yes, actually you're right. And then I'll tell you that you're right. And then I'll agree with you and then immediately change my entire knowledge sphere uh, with who I am as a human being as a result of having TI Parent. Because TI Parent has to be responsible with Logos, right? I have to be responsible with logos. If this, then this, right? 
if-then statements constantly. That is what Logos is. That is literally the CPU in my mind that is processing things and determining what is true-false. And it does this responsibly. And it does this skeptically, which means I am very skeptical over what someone says is true or false because I have to go verify it myself. I have to be like, sure, man, I trust what you're saying, but I got to go verify it myself, you know? Don't make me roll my neck while I do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to verify. Always verify. And that's what TI Parent does. TI Parent always verifies. Sure. TI Hero always verifies as well. But TI Parent kind of actually verifies more because it is skeptical, because it is pessimistic. It just absolutely has to know the truth. And TI Parent or a TI Hero is like, oh, yeah, 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 I know. And they spend so much more time, you know, figuring things out. But... There could be a lack of precision as a result of the inherent pride within the hero. Yes, the hero function has this inherent pride because it's a hero. Oh, hey, look at me. I slew, I slew the dragon, guys. That's not how the parent works. See, this is actually comes a little bit from uh, season 13 uh, here on the YouTube channel. Season 13, and uh, it's the episode that talks about the mature masculine archetype known as the warrior, okay? So if the if the hero the hero is a person you know uh, he goes slays the dragon right and it's for the glory of it and he comes back to the village and it's like look at me I slew the dragon and they throw a big party he's very famous he's getting the girls you know he's absolutely fantastic but the warrior, aka the parent function, actually is aware ahead of time that the dragon is coming close to the village and could potentially threaten the village. So what he does is he gets all his armor, he gets a sword, he gets prepped everything to go, and, and the previous day when he's going to go out dragon hunting. And then all of a sudden, you know, wakes up in the middle of the night, gets his armor on, goes off on his horse, and he's going out dragon hunting at literally 2.30 in the morning and on his way. And he finds his way to the dragon lair, and the dragon is asleep, and guess what? The warrior slays the dragon, and then gets back on his horse, comes back home, takes all his armor off, and then crawls right into bed with his woman. And no one's the wiser, right? Because the hero function, folks, actually, the hero function, folks, wow, that Alex Jones uh, podcast slash episode last night was like totally hilarious. If you haven't watched it yet and you want some good laughs, definitely check it out. Anyway, uh... So he, sl he slayed the dragon, he's come home, he, he, he takes his armor off, he's in bed with his wife, it's all good, no one's the wiser, no one knows that this guy did it. And said, someone actually did see him go out in the middle of the night and then come up to him, hey man, you slayed the dragon, why aren't you telling people that you slayed the dragon? It's an amazing feat of strength. And the guy's like, dude, I'm just doing my duty, leave me alone. See, that's what the warrior does. That's the warrior archetype of the mature masculine. It's very similar to how the responsible parent function actually behaves, right? So the parent function specifically is there to do its responsibility, right? To do its due, its due diligence, as it were. It is a very diligent function. And because of that, uh, it must, it must, you know, for me, TI parent, it must figure out what is true or false. TE parent's a little different. TE parent is very rational. It has to find the beliefs. It has to find all of the reference points. It needs to research and look at all of the sources and the information. It needs to be able to follow the proper process, the proper procedure, the proper routine. And if there is not a process or procedure or routine, it will create one, obviously. So that's what TE parent does. And when people don't fit that particular process, it basically drives it nuts, you know? For, for example, 
uh, an STJ, like uh, like uh, an ISTJ, for example, with TE parent would be like, wow, why don't you all have like, you know, common sense? And because that common sense is that framework with which TE parent is trying to figure out why people are not like behaving according to, you know, the rules of common sense. An INTJ, it's a little bit different. They're trying to find the process, the system. They want to understand the system, right? They want to see what the systemic issue is and then fix that issue or abandon it and move on to something else, right? It's a completely different approach, but again, they are responsible. They have to find the research, have to find the reference points, have to find the cited sources, have to look at the bibliography. What are your credentials? Why do you get to say what you get to say? Who are you to say these things, basically? They have to figure it out. That's the, kind of their form of verification, but it really comes down to developing a core belief. That is what TE, extroverted thinking, is all about. It's all about belief, aka belief systems, right? And they are responsible with their belief systems. And thank God, because they have TE parent, that means they have TI critic, because TI critic kind of forces them to verify their own beliefs, because once they believe it, they will defend it to the grave, because that is what they believe. And that's why TI Critic is there and it has to pass the TI Critic reviewing stand in order for TE Parent to believe it, essentially. That's kind of how TE Parent works. FE Parent, oh yeah, that thing that totally like enforces, forces people to behave socially and ethically and you better follow the social rules of this home. You better have etiquette, you better have manners and I don't care what you think about it, but that's exactly how we're going to do it and this is how we conduct ourselves in this family, etc. And, you know, and it's also very caring and very nurturing, but it's very responsible. It's like, yeah, I am so not caring for you because you don't deserve it because they're being responsible with their care, right? They're being responsible with their nurturing. They're being responsible with what they give or what they sacrifice for the sake of other people, right? That is what Effie Parent is for. That's what it's supposed to do. Although, yes, these types that have Effie Parent, which are ISFJ and INFJ, they can take it too far. And, uh, or they could not take it far enough. And that just kind of depends how other functions are impacted, their maturity level, etc. There's a lot of different things that go coincide there, but Effie Parent, that is what Effie Parent does. It is responsible with managing the social etiquette, the social currency, the social rules, the social norms for whichever situation. And then we have FI Parent being responsible with morality. And it's very important to them because they have to feel good about themselves. If they do not feel good about themselves, they will freak out and they have to feel good about themselves. They have to feel like they are a good person and other people think highly of them as a result. And they have to be responsible with their morals, which makes them more morally responsible than other people. Of course, this can get corrupted and they can kind of take that way too far and way too seriously. You know, the parent function is not perfect. It is definitely with its flaws. Uh, I mean, TI parent, for example, mine can actually be at times closed-minded, especially if it's like an ESTP approach because it doesn't have expert intuition, which is more of an open mindset because expert sensing is more focused on the now. And, you know, it can look like they have their head in the sand, but that's not it. It's just that there's nothing tangible for them to make a decision. Whereas someone like me, if there is something metaphysical, I can open, have more open mind and sure I can make that decision. The thing is, though, when it comes to the tangible things, I kind of write those off, right? So there's some strengths and weaknesses that has to do with, you know, okay, what, what hero function you have, what child function you have, where's your perception functions, where is your decision-making functions. Because so, so, for example, these are the decision-making functions at the bottom four, and the top ones are perception functions. Expert intuition parent 
is amazing. It is aware of other people's intentions. It's it's aware of what people's fates will look like. It what what people will do before they before it happens. Uh, being able to see all the infinite possibilities and provide warnings to other people. And any parent is just aware that people are just really irresponsible with their intentions. And that's why these people especially are insanely hypercritical towards their own intentions. That's why any parent, if any parent is giving you advice or if it's giving you a warning, you better listen to it because guess what? It's always right. You never screw with any parent. Listen to what it says. It really knows what it's talking about. Yes, INFPs have any parent listen to INFPs or you're going to get screwed. Same goes with INTPs. And then we have NI parent responsibly wanting things. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, NI parent can be very, very impulsive, but they're responsibly impulsive, right? So they're not going to necessarily take it too far. Although at certain times, their inner child can get ahead of them. And yes, you know, their SE child can cause them to be even more impulsive, but the NI parent usually reins it back while having responsible passion, responsible intentions, responsible desires, right? So for example, you know, uh, the parent function, it ends up protecting the inner child. And this is true for any function. Like TI parent protects me from being unable to say no to people because FE child is all about helping others and being self-sacrificing for others. But TI parent gets in the way and stops me, stops my child from going too far with it where people are at risk of walking all over me, right? So that's one advantage to the parent function. The parent function exists to protect the child. And you can kind of see when a person is immature and they're using their hero function and their child functions primarily, you can see how they might get bit in the butt a few times in their life. And you know, just like Benjamin Franklin being like tricked into going to like London on a wild goose chase and he's literally stranded in London. It takes him years to get back to, uh, the, uh, to the colonies essentially in America. Well, that's because he, he, he didn't exactly put childish things uh, aside and, uh, you know, but his, his parent function was able to develop as a result of that adversity. That's one thing. If you want to learn how to develop your parent, adversity, 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 adversity is what develops the parent function. It is what develops maturity. It is what develops um, responsibility, personal responsibility is your personal response to adversity. And if you are responsible with your response to adversity, you will be developing your parent function. And you will need to do this in order to protect your inner child so that people do not abuse your uh, inner child. Thus, you are like not a victim of psychological child abuse because if someone's abusing your child function, that literally means child abuse. Don't be that guy. So, we have SE Parent. SE Parent is great. It is very responsible with uh, mechanics, responsible with physics, responsible with giving other people an experience uh, to the point where it can be very negative. You know, here, I'm going to give you this negative experience because if I don't, you're not going to learn. And you're going to continue to keep doing this thing over and over and over again. You're going to be stuck in a rut. You're going to be, you're not willing to get outside of your comfort zone, right? It's really awesome to have SE Parents around because SE Parents get people out of their comfort zone or they they just really have this insane, awesome mastery over the physical environment. And the physical environment is just this canvas with which they paint upon and they manipulate things and bring things to a new direction or, or create things. You know, it's, it's matter manipulation, right? 
It's not just matter manipulation. They can actually manipulate the matter or the material of the human soul by forcing others to have experiences that they may want or may not want to have, right? That is SE parent. It's very forceful in that way. In the same way that FE parent is forceful in a social way, SE parent is forceful in a physical way for the good or the detriment of another human being. Almost always though, because of adversity, guess what, SE parent, when it's faced with SI parent, you put both of them together, SI parent may not be necessarily as responsible as SE parent sees it needs to be. I'm gonna give SI parent an experience it doesn't wanna have and pull it out of its comfort zone, but guess what? It's gonna provide that necessary adversity for that SI parent to develop. That's literally how this works, folks. This is how we as human beings need to develop with each other and be in relationships with fellow human beings so we can take our relationships to the next level and our own personal development to the next level. That's literally why it works. So, introverted sensing parent. Yes, the long-term memory access, uh, their sense of duty, and they're very responsible with their convictions, responsible with their faith. This is all about SI, it's all about faith. They are responsible with their duty. Uh, responsible to what they should do. Uh, as a result, they, uh, when they, when it comes to motivating them to do things, it can be very hard to motivate them per se. And a lot of people see, you know, would claim SI parents are very unmotivated people, right? That is until you tell them what you want, and then they are motivated to actually provide you what what you want because that's what they want to do. They want to please others, right? As a result, you know, it, with their expert intuition uh, attachment, because uh, the SI is linked to expert intuition. Which, if you have not looked into cognitive synchronicity, uh, check that out. That is uh, season five. And also, if you haven't watched season one to actually understand the cognitive functions, especially the latter uh, lectures, please check that playlist out as well here on the YouTube channel. So those are the parent functions. Uh, responsible, responsibly loyal. Okay, yeah, loyalty. They're very responsible with loyalty. They're not just gonna be the loyal to just anyone. SI parent is not gonna be loyal to just anyone. So you just have to understand that that's where it goes with it. And if you wanna win the parent, well, you gotta make sure that you're behaving responsibly as well because responsibility garners responsibility with fellow human beings. That's why if you're going to social engineer someone, if you can't get the parent function on your side, you're completely screwed because it's the parent function that's gonna be the first function that's going to expose your crap right? And when you get exposed, they'll have nothing to do with you again, and it may potentially get very confrontational, potentially violent in certain cases if you're not careful. Don't piss off the parent. You have to show the parent that you are behaving responsibly in the way that it needs you to in order for the parent to be willing to um, consider you or, or to even interact with you in any way, shape, or form, or to allow that person's inner child to interact with you, basically. That's why when you're social engineering, you have to make sure that the parent is happy. We already talked about being pessimistic versus uh, skeptical. We already talked about maturity and personal responsibility. Okay, parent functions. Parent functions interact with hero functions very well because the hero is out there saving the world and they have that, you know, that, that pride complex kind of going with them. I mean, like TI hero, I mean, they can be super prideful sometimes, let's be honest, because I'm right and that's just it. You know, I've spent all this time thinking on it and I know I'm right when, you know, and then TE parent comes along and it's like, actually you're not because according to these references and these statistics that actually technically proves you wrong and then TI parent or TI hero is like, yeah. I didn't consider that my bad, right? So again, the parent function 
and look at the hero because the hero is flying around saving the world you know and uh it's it's slaying the dragons it's looking good it's 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 doing its job it's uh it's that definite hammer at solving problem after problem after problem after problem however the parent function is like hey you're causing a bunch of collateral damage here you're gonna hurt the children you're gonna hit hurt the child function so you need to calm down mr hero and then the hero stops and realizes oh yeah i should actually be responsible the parent function helps the hero become more responsible in as much as a parent function helps other fellow parents become more responsible, right? So the hero function will always listen to the parent for the sake of the child. And that's why people who are in uh, parent-hero relationships, like for example, an INTJ and an INTP or an ESFP and uh, um, an ESFJ, for example, or an ENTJ, ENTP, uh, those kinds of relationships, ENFJ, ENFP, uh, INFJ, INFP, those kinds of relationships, they really benefit from that parent to hero relationship because it helps them stay responsible. It also has built in levels of respect because remember the parent function, because it is a responsible parent, you must always give it the respect it deserves. If you disrespect the parent, it will own you. Never disrespect a person's parent function ever. Always give it the respect it deserves because it does. It's trying its best every single day to be as responsible as possible. That's literally why it exists and that's where it exists in our minds. And as we face adversity and as we develop as human beings, guess what? We are able to develop, you know, have be more responsible, develop our parent function further, which allows us to be more successful in life. Hands down. That's the truth. So, uh, with all of that being said, if you found this episode useful, helpful, educational, insightful, enlightening, and all of those amazing adjectives, uh, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube. Uh, leave a like while you're at it and leave a comment. I read all of the comments, so definitely leave a comment, please. Uh, if you have any questions about this, uh, I will do my best to answer them as well. Uh, I am caught up on email. I am caught up, caught up on comments right now. And I uh, also uh, join the Discord. If you have the Discord link is in the description below. Join the Discord to get in on our uh, Q and A sessions, uh, so you can ask questions. If you want your questions to be answered on our Q and A session, we have a channel specifically devoted for it on our Discord server. Please join. There's also tons of people talking about type all the time. If you want to learn more about your type or learn, or at least practice trying to type each other, that is an excellent place to go. And every now and then, you may be able to catch me on there as well, especially on the voice chat uh, on most nights, at least twice or three times a week who knows i'm around and uh yeah and also our bay area meetup it's it's coming around as well although i haven't been able to make the a couple of the recent uh ones that we have but i'm going to be posting more and trying to get someone to help me manage that so that we can make sure that uh we're getting that handled not only that the meetup is going to be going international we're going to have meetups all over the place uh, so i need additional organizers if you are interested in that email me at uh, chase at csjoseph.life and we'll get you uh, your hat uh, your name in the hat for uh, for that thing so awesome i think that was a pretty good lecture for the parent function and uh i think uh y'all should have a good night i'll see you uh, next time which i believe is tomorrow all right